Okay. Hello. Welcome back. Today we're coming at you from Church Street with a first-time podcaster, Ryan. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ryan. Happy to be here. I'm so excited. It's so, so fun. I'm so excited right now. Mm. It's our first Saturday off of Dry Period, and me and Ryan are doing... I'm currently rocking with a London Mule myself, which Church Street came up with because the Queen died. So it's basically a Moscow Mule gin. Totally my vibe. Not everyone else's, but I love it. Ryan, what are you rocking with? I'm rocking with bottomless mimosas right now. Yeah, Ryan has a bottle and a cup of orange juice, and it's just like, that's his vibe. Yeah. So, there we go. I'm so um, Yeah, hopefully you can't hear the music on the patio. We're trying to work around that. But, anyway, vibes are high. It's an amazing Saturday in Oxford, and the weather's, like, I don't know, it's the 40s, so that's basically, like, 80 when you've just gone through, like, winter. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of getting, like, an early spring. Okay. This is, like, sort of a hot take and maybe a controversial thing to say. Speak on it. I feel like we're in that sweet spot of climate change where it's working for us. Like, <laughs> for the next, like, ten years, it's going to be, like, 60 degrees in February. Yeah. And it's going to be great. But then it's going to be great because it's your and I's birthday our next weekend. Then we're, we're yeah. going to, like, lose Long Island, which, you know, also not terrible. Yeah. Not but, the worst thing that could happen. At a certain point, it's going to become a real problem. But no. for, like, ten years, we'll be fine. Yeah. For us, like, life's going to rule, and then just, you know, for, like, like if, all the generations that come after us. If we stopped it right here, right now, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd be so happy. Yeah, agreed. Like, this is all I need all year round. Like, yeah, this is perfect weather. 40s to 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's honestly just, like, living in San Francisco. Like, yeah. a lake effect would really do that for me. But um, So many homeless people, though. True, true. That's kind of everywhere now, though. Yeah, it's a real problem. Like, I remember, yeah. like, I went to San Diego with my family as a kid, and there were, like, just a lot of, like, old men on scooters just, like, living life. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, let's start with our ins and outs for the yes. week. So, my ins and outs, my in for the week is definitely going to be Gucci Flip Flops by Bad Baby. Um, I don't know what it was. I don't think I really appreciated it, for, like, when it came out, like, when I was in eighth grade. But now, I'm. Mean, it's, like, one of those songs, like, she's on par with Doja Cat for me. Like, okay. just for the girls. Like, it works okay. And then my out is hamburgers. They they just, like, don't really work with my, like, whole thing. But, yeah, what are your ins and outs for the week? My ins this week? Bottomless mimosas. It's sitting right uh-huh. here in front of me. And, I don't know, the vibe of it is just really good. Um, my out for this week are... Super flashy celebrity award show and like gala outfits. Yeah, the ones that are just like, like uh, who wore all red to the. Fucking I was literally just saying that Doja Cat the, at the yeah. um Scaparelli show. Yeah. Like that's just fucking ridiculous. No, like, it's ridiculous. At a certain it, it point, it looks like you're at the Hunger Games. Right. And I think I saw like a Getty images of that same show, and it was like Kylie Jenner's real face, and I was like, she looks insane. Like it's bad. Every day I get closer to like becoming a terrorist i'm kidding no but i mean like yeah you're, we know for the record ryan's kidding but like literally speak on it like, like i think there's just so it's ridiculous like i think i talked on here like a lot about how like i hate influencer culture and i'm just so yeah. over it and how like just everyone gets all this free shit like i'm not paying 80 dollars for a sheen quality top from like some online viral store just so that they can give it like thought like just give it to like any fucking girl with at least 3,000 instagram followers and like give them all this all their shit for free yeah like I think, like, as a guy, you're probably not, like, experiencing no, that, I, but... I, I'm not, but, like, I see it, and I hate it. Yeah. I think it's so stupid. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, Charlie D'Amelio has, has, like, a TV show on, what, like, Hulu, right? Hulu, yeah. It, that makes me so angry. Like, I know. What? It's because, here's the thing, is, honestly, if anyone were to be the interesting one, it's Dixie. She just shaved her head. That's Ready? fucking crazy. Fun fact, she's from my town. They are? Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah, because they are. Or, I know they're from, like, like the Connecticut, the New York over. area. Whatever. Yeah. Apparently... 
she's always been terrible. Really? Yeah. Like Charlie D'Amelio, yeah. or just as like a, a yeah. bitch people hate. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Like when she was in high school and stuff. Yeah. When she was like in high school and stuff, like apparently she was just like a total bitch. Oh my god. Yeah. And like I know people like come out of the woodwork and say that about like people who like I know they did that like about like Emma Chamberlain. Right. And like it's like you know whatever but um honestly i think you could just pour the orange juice in the bottle and you would be fine but it's all personal preference at this point that's so real yeah the bottomless mimosa okay we're like really watching ryan strategically pour like this cup of orange juice into a bottle of champagne or prosecco i don't even know what the hell it is it's kind of working yeah okay it's getting a little full yeah yeah i think i'll I'll pour some of it out yeah perfect like ratio Fab. Kind of disappointed that there was like, like I think a podcast really works, but like a video would have been so good with that. Yeah, sometimes okay, I've been contemplating doing like, um, like filming for YouTube or doing like I don't know, like a pot, like a like TikTok clips or something for you know, like. Yeah, you have to balance out it, all, all the shitty content that's on the internet. Now. I know it's like just a lot of fucking work though, I and I like I don't want to have to set up my camera. Guys. That's it so is. Real. It is. Like, it's just a lot of work. And I also, like, like this is a sizable time commitment for me. Like, right. I don't need to do, like, a ton of extra work. I don't need to cut out a lot of, like, my busy schedule. Like, this works for me. And that's also just, like, editing video just takes so long. It does. Like, I don't even edit the sound on this. Like, I just figured out how to, like, pause voice memos. Okay. And, like, that's literally it. Like, my... one time I tried to cut out a clip and, like, after recording, because I was like, yeah, that, like... It was just like word vomit. I shouldn't have said something I shouldn't have said. And then I accidentally deleted the whole episode. So. Oh yeah. Hi, Caroline. How's it going? Hey. All right. Just ran into some friends there. I wanted to have a combo. But yeah. So I don't know. I feel like people just kind of realize like social media stars. Like I feel like at one point something's going to come out because people will just be like, I'm obsessed with this person. They're so funny. And then like they just give anyone a platform. And then like some shit comes out about like their past or like some weird tweets from like 2013. And it's just like. It's not even that. I mean, how many of these fucking like TikTok like. The you know like the fucking Bryce Hall types yeah that have been caught like grooming thirteen year olds yeah and people internet. are surprised it's like, like did you really think Bryce Hall was like an upstanding guy I know it's like like yeah, Bryce is, Hall isn't gonna be winning like the fucking Nobel Peace Prize anytime soon like this is what happens this is what happens when you give a fourteen year old unrestricted internet access yes honestly like at this point I'm so sick and tired of it and looking back not to get like deep but looking no, back please. on it like I hated my parents like I didn't hate my parents but. I hated that my parents, like, didn't let me have social media until I was, like, much yeah. older, but, like... For good fucking reason. I will not be letting my kids have social media no. until they're older. Like, holy shit. There is some shit, like, as you get older. Like, I think, like, now that we're in college and we're finally getting, like, just freedom to be, like, yeah. you know, adults, um, I feel like we're kind of on that side where it's, like, we're realizing, like, what we want, our, like, what we want to do when, like, we have our own kids right. or, like, what we want to do, what we're not going to do. Here, let me... Okay. So some new freshmen. I love our new pledge class. I'm so excited. They're they such seem cute so sweet. girls. They're like really nice girls. Like they all seem really nice. I'm super excited to get to know all of them. All the ones that I met so far are like literally amazing. Like I just I'm so happy. Everyone seems very happy with their PCs. Yes. I'm not well, here's the thing with like recruitment. So like no guys like rushed. I think like pledge classes for guys are like in the forties. And that's wow. lower than the pledge classes for the girls this year. Holy shit. For us, like are, so, like, the quotas for Rush are kind of divided evenly among the chapters. Yes. So, depending on how many people rush. And so, the quota was, like, 58 or 56. And last year, it was, like, 78, 76. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. So, like, lots of people dropped. And, like, I don't know. 
I feel like especially like pre-COVID, Miami was such a huge Greek school. I was hanging out with my friend Lauren last night, who's going to be on the pod soon. And um, she was just telling me, she's a senior, so she was telling me, she's like, uh, at me and the classes above me like know what it's like, like before COVID. And apparently they say that it just like sucks. Like college now compared to before COVID sucks. But also at the same time, like she, like, she was like, yeah, Sunday through Saturday, like the bars were packed. Mm-hmm. And like now, like, I'm not going out on a Monday, but, like, that's just me. But, like, it was, like, every single night people were going out. Like, if you didn't do Greek life, you were weird. Like, and now it's, like, way more common for people to, like, not be in Greek life and still have, like, a great time and have so much fun. Even if Miami is still, like, a pretty big Greek school, Greek life is definitely, like, declining. Like, Collins Law changed everything. It it did. Yeah. And COVID, like, and this is just something that, like, you kind of, COVID, like, really shook this place up. Like just in like conversations that I've heard with people, like I had a cousin who went here and like he'll ask me about stuff and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Like, I just I don't know. Especially There's some like, stuff that just used to happen that just doesn't really. It really doesn't, and it's kind of sad because it's like the new president and everything. Like he's great. Like he's a nice guy. Like we've met him, but like definitely like really cracking down on Greek life and like changing everything. Like you want to know really? You want to know my issue with that? Speak on it. So my biggest problem. You gotta look at Green Beer Day. Yeah. And this is something that uh, our friend Maggie and I have talked about yes. before. Um, I think, wait, before you say anything, like, I think me and Maggie talked about this when her brother was driving us both back to campus from Thanksgiving. Yes. But yeah, just because I think I'm gonna know what you're talking about. Please when to- you're. So, Green Beer Day obviously now is much more of a house party frat thing than it is a bar thing because yeah. of how much the undercovers are here, how much they bust people, whatever. Yeah. But Green Beer Day, not that I ever witnessed it, used to be a thing for the bars. It was never really at the frats, you know, it was always... Really? But then Crawford came and, like you said, started cracking down on... Yeah. The alcohol culture that's been here since, you know, 19-whatever. Like, literally, like, the 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 50s and 60s. Yeah, whenever the bars opened is when it started. And it's such an ingrained part... Of the school, and when you start to crack down on that, you know they go to the frats, where they're at. People are at much more risk of like getting hurt. I think so. Well, like here's the thing: is like my opinion is like I understand like that these rules are made to help people, but again, it does go back to like I think I I related a lot to like when I was in high school, and there were like administrators making rules. Like I had a different schedule every single year of high school, and they were making different, different rules. It's administrators who like mean well, but at the same time. They are not setting foot in these schools. They don't have right. kids in these schools. Like, they have no real tie to, like, the reality of, like, being in school. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, sure, there's some kids who, like, don't really have experience drinking and they come here. But, like, they are just as much at risk with all these rules totally. because they're hiding from the police. Like, they are less likely to get help when they need it. And it's... It, in fact, like, I'm... So, like, my point of this is, is, like, people who don't really know the reality of these situations are making these rules that actually end up making things more unsafe because yes. people are less likely to get help. Yes. Because they're exactly. more likely to get in trouble. Exactly. And, like, here's the thing is, like, and then, like, I get it. Like, I understand there are, like, certain rules that I think are important, like, in that, like, so many kids have, like, died from hazing. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about specifically, like, Green Beer Day and just, like, yeah. how it's really no, exactly. changed, like, campus culture. And, like, Miami is, like, known for Green Beer Day. Like, that's, like, why people come here. No, and, and like, again, like, going back, like, it started, what, like, 75 years ago now, something like yeah. that? Yeah. And the 75th is coming 75th out. 75th was last, I think 70 was last year. I thought 72nd was last year. No, it was, like, 70. I saw it on there. I saw oh, it on, like, the Oxford right. Emblems, like, Instagram or something. But either way, it yeah. doesn't matter. Either way, it's a long-ass time. Yeah. And, I don't know, I feel, like, I don't know. 
Like, why... Uh, moving past the safety issues and all that, why go after that, you know? No, I really don't understand. Like, like I mean, I understand, like, yeah, of course there's going to be cops here. Like, that's just how cops are. But, like, I think, like, the school really, like, feeding into that and, like, the rules and stuff is, like... It's like they're just looking to get you in trouble. Like, there were so many girls. I think in my last pod episode that I uploaded, um, one of my sorority sisters, her name is Aaliyah, she came on and talked about how she got detained on Green Beer Day because of, um, like, just having a White Claw in her hand. And she was like, I told my lawyer, I don't even like White Claws. And, like, that was, like, the most Miami st- statement I've ever heard yeah. in my entire life. And, like, she's super cool. She's honestly, like, one of the most real girls in my chapter. But, like... I mean, she doesn't like White Claws. That's that's pretty fucking That's baller. pretty damn real. Yeah. So you know what? I'm changing I, my out. That's my out. White claws. White claws are your out. White no, I get out. that. Like if I'm gonna have like something in a can or like a seltzer of some sort, like I'm going for like a high noon. High I wanna, noon. High noon. Long drinks. Cut waters. Like that's you know what's what? worth it. Like well, why friend, would I spend my money on like a cheap seltzer when I can actually have something with a higher ABV and enjoy yep. myself? When my friend Mark listens to this, he's gonna shit his pants. He loves high noons. <laughs> shout out Mark. Yeah. Shout out yeah, Mark. Shout out Mark. Um, and shout out fucking high noons. I literally shout love out high noons. High noons. Well, because it's like, such a good summer drink. It is. It's perfect because like high noon, like is like the Taylor Swift of like seltzers. Because I mean, not to shift our conversation away from like the rules of Green Beard. I just to close yeah. that off. Like we think they cause more harm than good because people are hiding from them. But back to the high noons. High noons are like the Taylor Swift of like canned alcoholic beverages because they please all generations. Like you could have like like kids love Taylor Swift, but parents love Taylor Swift, grandparents love Taylor Swift. Like everyone fucking you know what I'm not even I wouldn't consider myself like a huge Swifty either. I like don't really listen to a ton of her music, but if it comes on the radio, I'm not gonna like immediately right. change the channel. I'm you know say, what I mean? Like, I don't think everyone is a huge like, Taylor Swift fan, but like you know what I mean. Besides the ones that you like sing to, you know, like in, like Yeah. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, well no, like like our song by Taylor Swift bangers yeah. like i don't i'm not again like i'm not a big Taylor Swift, but, like you understand just as like a um like a metaphor like yeah absolutely but like everyone fucking loves high noons yes. like people if people are gonna drink like a canned drink they're gonna want to have a high noon like that's nice and like they're a little more expensive but also it's like it's a better experience I, i'd rather I'm, i've gotten to a point where like i will pay more money for a better drink yes totally and i'm still like i'm like, a sophomore in college like this is when i should be drinking like shitty drinks or whatever no. but it doesn't even matter like i'm at church street right now and i'm having a nice cocktail I, instead I of want... like drinking a bunch of sugary fuck shit at brick mm-hmm. like this is more my vibe i like a bar where i can like sit down and like it's actually like a vibe to be seating i have not had a trash can in like a year no no i think i had i tried like a friend's trash can like in my like beginning of freshman year when like everyone's going to new bar and you just got to college and it's like the greatest thing that ever happened to you for some reason and it's like disgusting and terrible but you don't realize that yeah. until like the next semester but like and that no, one, I like all the trash kids but I just find that it's like the blue curse our shit just makes you hungover and I avoid it yeah like that, I don't know I had, dude, I had that like, freshman OG... year craze don't like, even like, not uh, in freshman so, year first semester freshman yeah. year like that high on life top of the world feeling like especially because I, I know you'll agree with this for people who, like, didn't get out a lot in high school. Exactly. Like, that was, like... Like, I think COVID was the only reason that I did get out of it, because I, like, it kind of, like, switched who I hung out with. Same. And I kind of got into, like... I have, like, a some inter- Like, the friends that you have, like, during, like, COVID and, like, you didn't have school, like, when the world wasn't real, your COVID friends, literally, like, unreal. Like, that changed everything for us. And, like, yep. like we were shut in and it sucked, but also at the same time, it's, like, I was, like, a delinquent. Dog. I was... I was buying a bottle of vodka every week and we were splitting it like i always scraped enough together enough money for like whatever i needed and it worked but um yeah like it's different for everyone but i think covid really did impact that a lot but i know there's still a lot of kids who come here and they like have never had a drink before in their lives 
No, I didn't really start drinking until my senior year, and even then I was drinking mics in my friend's basement, you know? Yeah. I took my first shot when I got to... No, 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 never mind, that's a lie. Eh, no, you know what? Okay, I took lemon drop shots before I got to college. Mm. I don't count that. I took my first, like, real shot when I got to college. I went, my like, senior year of high school, I went through, like, a Deep Eddie's phase. Really? No, I mean, I also went through a Pink Whitney phase. I had alcohol poisoning oh when I got, God. when I, every time I drink Pink Whitney, it's bad. I, whether it's, like, I literally Everybody drink, has like, one. half a bottle, or if I drink, like, I take, like, one, like, a sip, I go, like, whatever. It's a bad night. Immediately a bad night. Everybody has one alcohol that's just, like, bad shit always happens, you know? Yeah. For a lot of people, it is Pink Whitney. Yeah. Yeah, but, um... Dude, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, like, the style of Oxford today? Yeah, I was just saying, like, I'm loving a lot Way of the outfits. Like, I, well, like, like, knit is everywhere. And everywhere, and, and I love it. it. I'm a big fan. I'm a I'm big, a big fan, fan of the too. Knit. Like, it's been really cool, like, just seeing everyone, like, come out again, and, like, yeah. really, I think everyone's, like, showing off their, like, this is, like, when everyone comes back to school, like, the first yeah. day after Christmas, and they're wearing all their new shit, yeah. and, like, this is the first time we can actually go out, so everyone's no, wearing all their like, fun new clothes. Yeah, sorry to pause. We just asked those girls. I asked those girls where their outfits were from, and I just like love it. Like I, I'm just obsessed with like the, how knitwear, knitwear being big in like the spring. I love like a summery knit. Like, yeah, yeah. dude, I can't wait until I, it's acceptable for me to start wearing like linen again. <laughs> like my like linen like short sleeve summer shirt. Like, I feel like you definitely would rock like a pair of like linen pants. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, summer. Like in a like Connecticut like yeah. Gucci way. You know it. <laughs> and, and like summer beat, I can't wait. Like this is like, listen, I'm very happy that I upped my style game because this is like, it's so fun. I yeah, love it. It's more fun. Like yeah. I love, like again, like back to like the, our conversation about fast fashion is yes. like when you actually have like intro. I'm a big like, I mean, you're also an Aquarius, so like we hate like I don't know. A big st- uh, astrological stereotype of Aquarius is, is that we hate being like other people, okay. and we really pride ourselves in our uniqueness. And That's I find so that true in myself. Yeah, me like, too. Like I, if I'm wearing the same shirt as someone, I'm automatically pissed. Yeah. Not like at them, but just at like, oh, like I'm so different. I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Like, oh well, but like. I love, like, wearing different, like, that's why I love thrifting, because it's, like, unique things, mm-hmm. and I'm so, like, protective of my clothes, because I feel like they're, like, an extension of who I am, and, like, yeah. I love my style, and, like, I've built my wardrobe over, like, years. Like, I've worked really hard on building my wardrobe and, like, building my style, and that's why I love, like, vintage I'm fashion. I'm a big fan of your style, Abby. Thank like, you! I'm, I'm a huge Thank fan. you! I love it. I, and especially, I love these fucking sunglasses. Thank you. Okay, they're vintage Chloe, actually, and Damn, I found okay. them. Okay, so my friend is dating this guy on the hockey team, and on Green Beer Day last year, we were at like one of their gaslight houses yeah. and just like hanging out, like whatever. It was like green. It was like Green Beer Day night. Right. I had like to be on the bus to go home for spring break, like literally the next morning. Yeah. Chilling, and he's wearing these, and I was like, "Those are sick." And he was just kind of like throwing them around, and I asked my friend Jess, "I'm like, I'm like, oh, like are these PJs, like, or like, are these his, or like were they just like around?" And she's like, "Excuse me." She was like, "No, some girl left them here. He was just messing with them." And I was like. If some girl left them here, they're mine. I'm now some girl, they're mine. Yeah. And I kept them and I wear them all the time. They're like my go-to sunglasses. No, absolutely. I feel like I look like a 60-year-old man who like smokes Cuban cigars. And no, that's, like, my honestly, I, I'm a big fan. And you remember how I was saying I'm like getting, I just put together like this big-ass shopping cart? Yes. I'm getting like new sunglasses, like the, you know, like the circle, like Ray-Ban ones with like the like the arches? Yeah. Yeah, like those. I think that would be really flattering on your face. Like I think I'm with someone who like avi- the aviator shape. I I'm have really aviators like, right now, but I, I think I think I've outgrown. Ain't no fucking way. I dropped my fucking sunglasses. I don't. Oh wait, hold on. No, no, no. I know where they are. Okay. 
I, I remember last... Plus alarm, guys. We're good. So, last semester, like, in the fall, I actually lost my, like, favorite pair of, like, the Quay, like, sunglasses. They literally look just like that. Yeah. They were, like, These are black fucking and broken. gold. Yeah. Like, Ray-Ban sunglasses, I feel like, are terrible quality. Like, low-key. They're okay. super thin and just, like, I can't really even work. say that because it was totally my fault. I was fucking skiing with these and I ate shit. Bruh. All right. Listen. <laughs> I hate... No, you listen. I hate the way that, like, goggles and helmet looks. It's, it's so dorky. Like... Oh, girl, that's a safety. Dude, it's a safety thing, I know. Other skiers on the mountain, as a skier, like, if, if you're on the mountain and you see someone without a helmet, you're immediately, like, go fuck yourself. Like... I know, and listen, I'm a skier, and I feel the same way. Like, out west is, like, a veteran skier, but I don't know what it's like out east. Dude, I... I'm a... Little known fact about Ryan, I'm a big skier. Really? I've been skiing all over... Whoops, hold on. Oh, never mind. Sorry. It's the green I, light, I, right? Yeah, I, just I turned okay. it off by accident. No, you're fine. So, I've been skiing all over the east and all over the far west, like Colorado. Oh, okay. Have yeah. you ever been to Park City? Park City, no. Utah? Okay, it's right outside Salt no, Lake. You That's know what? Where My I go. dad has been. Okay. He's been a lot. He actually, I think he was just there. Yeah. Hold on, wait, wait. I gotta show you. Hold okay, on. Word. I gotta show you this really funny picture of my dad. No, but so, like, besties go to Utah, like... My dad takes the funniest goddamn pictures, and, like, unintentionally. Like, when, yeah. he's, on, when he's on vacation, he just always sends us selfies, so this yeah. is one of them. I love it. That's my dad in the Oh, wait, front. wait. I literally, that's Park City. Like, I've, yeah, I've, I've yeah. skied there. No, it, I, I know exactly where he is. And, hold on. And then there's this one. He's just out in the snow in a hot he's tub. He's in the hot tub. And no, that's literally like in every one of these cultures, pictures, you're in the hot tub. He's got goddamn sunscreen on his face. He can never fucking rub it in the right way. <laughs> and my mom fucking hates him. Like, I, I literally think sometimes she'll fucking divorce him over it. Oh my god. She fucking hates that shit. Mm. But it's so funny. My yeah. man is protected from the sun, though. Like, love to see it. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing sunscreen right now. Like, as a ginger, like, honestly. Something that I noticed recently, like, especially in the winter, is, like, it's been super dry. Like, I don't know, like, doing Russian stuff, I've been, like, I'm literally having, like, an eczema moment on my arm, but, like, yeah. whatever. But I've noticed that, like, I'm even seeing, like, on my arm, like, depending on, like, where a short sleeve shirt would go, and, like, I noticed, like, there's more sun damage on, like, my arms. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, like, everyone, my dad's friends, like, my dad's from Chicago, like, of course, he has, like, a ton of Irish friends, and, like, they're all, like, yeah, like, skin cancer removal, skin cancer removal, skin cancer removal, I'm, like, LOL, like... Story. You know, about to be the story of my life, but you know, I give my dad a lot of credit. He had like a health scare, and ever since he's just been so much healthier. Like Good for him, that was when we bought the Peloton. Yeah, and his ass is on it all the time. Okay, and listen, like for so fucking long, and I'm gonna get so off topic here. No, but, I mean like I think I love the pod when we just have like a little topic yeah. charcuterie. So, my dad for so long, like he got it my freshman year of high school, and up until my senior year, he was the Peloton king. And he made us feel like bitches. He made us feel like fucking Peloton bitches. Peloton people are always on their fucking Peloton. Every time he fucking hit another PR, oh, Ryan, well, what'd you do today? Like, oh, fuck you, Dad. Yeah. But then, my senior year, I, I kicked it in gear. I lost, like, 40 pounds my senior year. Good for you. Yeah. Put it all back out of my freshman year of college, but... Um, <laughs> we're, we're back... To, we're getting back down again. But anyways... Who, Natalie, stop putting... Natalie, if you listen to this, stop calling me. I'm ignoring you. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so my senior year, I kick my shit in gear. Yeah. And I'm Peloton King now, and I'm kicking yeah. his shit in. But Good. then, like I said, I lost it. But then, I went back home for 
break, winter break. Yeah, I always watched your um like pre workout thoughts. Yes. I thought those were good. They reminded me a lot of the pod. I th- it was what inspired me to do it. Oh my god, stop! Yeah. Okay. I have wait to, for I, context. You need to explain to people, the listeners, like what your pre workout. Okay, thoughts so pre workout thoughts was basically this. Like I would just like talk about random bullshit when I would like dry scoop my pre workout on his private story. Yeah. On my private story, yeah. And I was gonna start doing it on TikTok, but I never did. And honestly, like I gotta start doing that again because my gym like output has been kicked up so much and I feel like I could do like interesting pre-workout thoughts on my yeah. walk to the yeah. gym. So, exactly. But anyways, so yeah, so then I fell off and it's so funny because whenever I don't do it, my dad will do it and so my dad for so long, oh, run, just ride today, like, oh, and, and he upped his PRs or fucking whatever yeah. and then I went home and I was going to the gym like pretty consistently last semester so I had still like some pretty solid leg strength, and I started kicking his shit in again. Good. And it felt so good. No, and I'm every sure. time I, I, and Abby, I'm not going to lie to you, I was such an asshole. Like, <laughs> every time I got off the bike with some, like, and I was, like, averaging his PR in, like, a normal ride, and I would just, I was rubbing it in his fucking face, man. I was such a dick. Honest to God, like, I'm sure he's, like, proud of you, because, like. No, he is. I think it's honestly great, like, now that I'm getting older and I can have, like, I think now that I'm older and, like, into, like, entering adulthood, I have a lot more mutual interest with my parents. Yeah, same. It's improved our relationship, like, crazy. Like, I have a much better relationship with my parents now that we actually share some mutual interests. My dad and I, like, like, it's so funny. Yeah, is this a podcast? Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, shit. Oh, shit. They're definitely from the bar crawl. They're all wearing, like, jumpsuits. (laughs) Um... No, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, my dad was like, we need to find something in common so we can have something to talk about. Oh, my God. Which, like... Can you imagine, like, being a parent and just true. being like, fuck, I need to find something in common with this yeah. thing I made. <laughs> but, like, now, like, my dad and I just, like, hang out. Right? And, like, we just, like, Same talk, like... my dad. It's so fun, like, I've gotten so much more into, like, football and shit, and, like, that's my dad's thing, so, like, I'll, we'll yeah. just, like, sit and talk football, but also, like, my dad, and dad, I'm so sorry if you hear this, but my, he'll never admit it, he's such a gossip. <laughs> he's such a shit talker and yeah. like he will never admit it but he totally is and like whenever I feel guilty have, like not about about like not being able to say something but I just like need to get it off my chest yeah. I always tell to my mom like yeah. she gets it no that, and like that's what I'm saying like I will always just like gossiping to your parents is such a safe shit thing with my parents like, yeah. and that is what it has improved my relationship cause they're gonna be much. like I don't even know what's going on but like you're right <laughs> <laughs> it's the best but like my dad like and of course like this is why like it's so my dad this is why my dad benefits from having a bisexual son because he loves to talk shit and i love to talk shit yeah i love it dad, honestly again, i don't know if my if dad talks this, shit as much but like i my mom definitely like not that my mom is like a shit talker but my mom is just always like my mom is just like so peaceful and she just like she's just like chill like i wish i could be mm-hmm. as chill as my mom like my mom is like dad. the epitome of type b i am my father's daughter to a t and we are both incredibly type a like i consider myself a pretty relaxed person but i am type a to a fault but like and that's fine i own it i think growth is owning that you're type a and like as long as you don't make being type a everyone else's problem you're fine right. and that's my like goal in life some people we know literally um but I think my mom is, like, incredibly tight B, and so, like, I will just, like, talk to her about my, like, just whatever I'm feeling, and she'll be, like, word, because, like, she gets involved in so much, if you would not believe the amount of mom drama my mother gets involved in, and it's absolutely insane. Dude, my mom is never involved in the mom drama, but she's always a spectator. It's so funny. My exactly par- the My point. parents have no friends. Like, <laughs> my parents have no friends at all, except for, like, 
And my, like, okay, I shouldn't say that. No friends in our town. Like, my, my mom does, but my dad just is comfortable going to, like, his fantasy football draft once a year. <laughs> and that's enough socialization in South Salem that he needs. He just always hangs out with, like, his friends from college, friends from high school, like... Yeah, my dad is still best friends with all but, his friends from high school, and they all live nearby. But my mom is friends with these two moms in our town. Not the Pandora premium session going right? off Holy in Church shit. Street. That's so funny. <laughs> Sorry so, if you can hear the music, by the way. It's not really something we can control, but... Honestly, maybe it provides some, like, pod atmosphere. Yeah, like, totally. It's definitely getting We're, us, like, like, on the patio of Church Street right now. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. But, so my mom is friends with these really, like, close friends with these two moms in town. Okay. And one of their daughters goes to school here. Okay. And I saw her at break the other night. It was so funny. That's funny. So she has a sister who's my age. But we were just, like, talking, and she was so funny because we were, like, comparing experiences, having to go pick them up at 2 p.m. from fucking brunch, and Please. these, like, three fifty-something-year-old women are just shit-faced. Yeah. And oh, my God. My so mom ready? being her, her name is, is Taylor. Like they call shit. her Tuber, and they call me Ruber. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh, my God. I remember, like, my mom just, like, going to, like, wine nights with the girls. Or, like, if we ever... We, my parents always host New Year's Eve. Like, yep. that's always been their thing. And, like, my mom... It's, like, with their friends. Are your parents though, big party people? Their, what? Are your parents big party people? Um, I would not consider my parents, like, partiers. Like, my really? parents definitely aren't going to the club. Like, my dad got kicked out of a Journey concert once in the no, Aragon Ballroom like, in Chicago. And saying, my mom will, like, turn up to Pitbull in our like, living room. Like, are they, like, like big drinkers? Care. Yeah, like, I mean... My, I my dad got kicked out of Mexico in Epcot. <laughs> I mean, my parents aren't, like, genuinely, generally delinquents, but it definitely is, like, oh, possible. My, my like, I'm, like, sure that, like, when my dad was, like, my age, he was definitely, like, if my dad went to Miami, my dad, I'm surprised that my dad didn't go to Miami. He is such, like, a Miami man's man. Same here. Ready? My dad, so he went to this college, Iona. And, okay. Which, honestly, I think is, like, the Miami of New York, because it's on the same like, trajectory, no, like, they're I'm trying to go right big. Now, Syracuse is the Miami of New York, just as Tulane is the Miami of Louisiana. You know what I mean? Like, it's, okay. just, it's the small I have, I know, state I know that people, isn't named out of the state, but it's big. I know people who have gone to both. Syracuse is one of the biggest universities in New York. Yeah. And so I, I feel like they have really I, good merch. I wouldn't classify it. I would, honest to God, classify Iona as the Miami of New York. Because they're on the same trajectory, like, they're trying to, like, expand. Okay. They're, doing, they're doing commercials and shit, like, they're... They just got, they used to be a college, now they're a university. It's uh, a big deal. So now, my, yeah. da my dad all the time talks about how he graduated from a university now. But meanwhile, <laughs> ready? He was president of his fraternity and got it kicked off campus. Holy shit, what fraternity was your dad in? Tau. <laughs> Which was founded here. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Well, my yeah. dad just and got ready? back on campus. I think so just my dad asked my mom, so when they went on their first date, or like their first like, do you want to be my girlfriend date? Ah. My dad was drunk as shit at Tau Formal. God. Went, Tau Formal. Went up to my mom, wrapped like his arm around her, was like, Kyle, I'm serious. I, I, let's make this serious. <laughs> and then my mom went, ask me again when you're sober. And then he did. And, and then he did. Word. And then like a few years later, I was born and, you know. It was a whole thing. And now, we're, and now we're sitting here so at the Church Street Social yes. doing a podcast. Yes. So your isn't parents that, met in wild? college? Yes. Okay, my parents met... My parents could have been a sitcom. Like, really? they tell me about all I'm this looking, shit. I feel the same about my parents. Like, my parents tell me... Do you ever, like, just, like, listen to your parents tell stories and you're just like, please, God, write a TV show. Literally, like, that's what kind of, like, one of the first things I ever, like, I would never tell my parents this because I feel like their, like, egos would go crazy, but, like, yeah. maybe one day when I'm older, but, like, um, like... Just like my mom's like story growing up, my mom's parents got divorced when she was five. My if my grandparents got married or like got dated when they were older, like I think it's just like the time. Like it was like the sixties, and like Isn't they were really, they were really young. Out? Like they were like fresh in college, so like 
looking back, like, they definitely would not have gotten married like, if it was that. later in life. That is but, like, something that shouldn't have happened, but did. But and did. you're here because And now I'm here And we're it. sitting here making a podcast because of it. Exactly. It's, like, so crazy how, like, time could have, like, gone that way. Yeah. But um, at the same time, oh, my God, that, like, whole group of people just, like, stared at us, and they're like, that's a podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. it's a podcast. Like, it's kind of funny, but, like, I kind of love, like, we're following the no, pod No, me on too. The like, this like, is amazing. Yeah, like, I love that. Honestly, like, I'm really down to, like, build a presence of the pod. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan. Absolutely. But um, as I was saying, so my mom grew up in a house of, like, all women. It was her, her right. sister, their mom, and then their mom's mom, who was, like, a trust fund baby. Okay. And they just lived in, like, Oak Park. And my mom just had, like, a crazy, like, 80s childhood, and I just, like, love hearing about it. And then my dad, he grew up in, like blue collar small town Illinois like Chicago suburb and like just all of his stories about like him and his friends like just like make me so happy and I'm just like yeah. I wish that everyone could hear about that because like it just seems like before the era of social media like people were just looking to have more fun oh like God. no one gave a fuck and like I'm not gonna give up Instagram because I'm way too nosy but like if everyone else did I definitely would too like I, I have intense FOMO and that's what's keeping me on the platform I, w- I will be the first to say this and dad if you hear this you were right all along if I could get rid of social media, I would. Honestly, without, I feel like once I graduate with, college, without, I have no need to be on social without media. Skipping a, without skipping a fucking beat. I would really only have Instagram I just would, to keep up with, yeah. like, because I feel like I'm going to go to grad school probably kind of far away, but just, like, keep up with all my friends, especially right. from college and high school, because it's going to be, like, our version of Facebook. Yeah. And I think if you treat Instagram like Facebook, excuse me, if you treat it like that, then you're going to have a lot more fun on the platform than if you try to be Kylie Jenner, and that's just, that's my hot take. Instagram becomes way more fun when you start treating it like a mom on Facebook than Kylie Jenner. I totally agree. And honestly, like... Like, eventually we're all going to be looking at people, pictures of, like, each other's kids, like, and, like, someone's kid's high school graduation. We're going to be like, like, comment, LOL. Like, we're going to be like, grad moment, LOL. (laughs) It's like, it's so weird, because... Like, I'm scared to grow up, but also at the same time, I'm kind of excited. I'm excited to be, like... A I'm okay with it. And yeah. like a father. You, could, like, you would definitely be like daddy AF. Yeah. Like you, that, yeah. I think you'd be a good dad. Thanks. Yeah. I think, I, I think you'd be a great mom. Thank I, you. This is like, I don't this, know if I would be a mom though. This I'm is a mom Honestly fit. going to the court closer, like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I would have kids. Yeah. Do you want to be I like, used... do you want to be god, godmother to all of my kids? Sure. <laughs> and just be like. Deal. Be the cool aunt. Deal. You, yeah, that's what you I'm You have like, like really cool like single aunt vibes. Right? Like, honestly, I feel like I can be very maternal, but I just feel like, as someone who wants to have, like, a really, like, as someone who's just, like, my passion is, like, my career and being involved in that, and I feel like that if, this is going to get kind of deep, but, like, I feel like that if I chose to have, if, 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 like, children were something that were to happen to me, like, I wouldn't want, like, that would mean, like, because of my career, I'd be missing the, like, band recitals, I'd be missing the play, I'd be missing things like that, and, like, in order to advance my career, and, like, that's something I'm passionate about, but I, like, I couldn't do that to someone. I couldn't do that to my kids. Like, I, like, I think now as, like, products of Gen X parents, where we see kids, we see having kids as, like, you're raising a person, mm-hmm. whereas, like, for our parents, it was, like, this is just something you do. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that really changes, like, a lot of people's perspective. Like, if I have kids, I want to make sure Honestly? that I'm there all the time, and if I, if I can't be there for them all the time, then, like, that's not what they deserve, and I'm not going to have it. It's so weird, because... Being friends with a lot of girls has yeah. opened me up to this perspective because that's not that's not something I ever really thought no, about. No, because which it's, is, it's more which, stereotypical for women for them, them to be the ones that are around. You know what? Which that gives you a really interesting insight into yeah. like gender roles. Yeah, and, and not I wish even, more men had that insight in too. like a societal way, in like a scientific 
what your brain is programmed to do kind of way. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. Like, I feel like, and I, and I swear to God I don't mean this in a sexist way. No. I feel like men are generally, like, back to, like, hunter-gatherers. Like, men went out and hunted, women stayed home. Like, you, and, like, we both want to go to, we both want to be lawyers. We both want to go into pre-law. Like, yeah. go to law school. Like, you have spent time thinking, like, shit, what about my potential kids? When, to be honest, I just haven't. I don't yeah. know. I always just, in, in my head, it just works out. But in reality, I mean, in reality, that's not how that happens. No, but, but I honestly think that, like, I feel like if more men have that insight, oh, then, shit, like, Maggie's we... FaceTiming me. Oh, okay. Well, let's pause the yeah. pod. Maggie's FaceTiming. Okay, after a long hiatus, we're back. Hello. We needed a minute. Um, but Ryan and I are just, like, envision... I don't even remember what we were talking about earlier, so sorry, guys, for the incoherency of the pod, but... but honestly, like, I'm feeling like, so good about this. We need to make this a regular thing. Like, this yeah. is good vibes. Excuse me, it's perfect. Um, for that Chipotle... I would so much, like... And this is why I love, oh, like... Yeah, look at that mass. It's like a mass exodus of, like, frat men. Jesus Christ. And this is why I love, like, this and, like, CJ's and Skipper. So, like, I would so the much rather better. spend a night in CJ's talking to you guys, just chilling, like, doing this. Yeah. And even, like, I'd even rather do this than go to B, almost. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. It's just kind of cold outside because we're in the yeah. shade. My feet are cold. Like, it's my toes. Yeah, my toesies. They're, like, hooting and hollering. It's, like, their first... I don't know if they've had initiation yet, but... No, definitely not. Definitely not, yeah. I think the little pledge is still going on because, like, we have still, like, dry until, like, midnight tonight. So I'm pretty sure, like, they're... It's got to be happening, like, any day now. Yeah, soon. Yeah, definitely soon. But um, that's, like, why, like, sorties can't go over because, like, frat pledging is, like, longer than that. That's the other thing about... Mm. All right. Hot take about frats. Say it. I hate, like, the fraternal brotherhood of the... And, like, the secretive shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's, like... You're so right. Like, it's so not for me. It's not. And that's okay. I think just it's such a Greek school. I mean, like, obviously, like, I'm glad you gave it a try. I tell, yeah. I, I would give... Every, I would tell everyone to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Do not... Me my too. Big, here, my big thing about Greek life, and I know, like, you're in ASG, too, with us, so, like, uh. I understand, like, you understand, like, what we get is, like, a ton of people in ASG are anti-Greek life, or they're literally in 80 pi, and, like, that's literally... <laughs> like, 80 pi is, like, half of ASG. <laughs> but, um... ASIG and 80 pi, man. Yeah, ASIG and 80 pi, yeah. Like, they literally control ASG. And good for them for it. Like, they, yeah. love, they love their groups. Like, it's, it's, it's perfect for them. But, like, the point is, is, like, so many people, I feel like, on this campus, you're either in Greek life or you hate Greek life. And it's like, don't knock it till you try it, you know? Honestly, I feel like there are so many preconceived notions about Greek life. Literally. That may or may not be true. It's, I mean, it's really fucking frustrating as someone who's in Greek life and people are like, People tell me that, like, my opinions in ASG you know like, don't fucking matter. No, Abby, I'll tell you this. Maggie and I went to present to SAS for Doorbell in the fall. Yeah. And Dog. behind closed... <laughs> yeah, I know. Behind closed doors, they told... They said about Maggie, she is not eligible to make decisions about sexual assault because she's in Greek life. That's and honestly, ridiculous. that was, like... That was the start of my disinterest in ASG, even though I'm still involved. Like, that was just such, like, a... How could you fucking say that about someone? Yeah, I mean, like, I think we do a lot of great work, honestly, and, like, I think, there's honestly, a lot of positives, and I do enjoy being a part Abby, of it, but I think I'm a lot of times people like, just have bad attitudes. I think, this is so conceited of me to say, but say I, I think you, me, and Maggie have put out some of the best work that ASG has done in years. I agree. The, the Plan B thing, 
your nightcap thing, honestly, like I'm so proud of you, dog. Thank like, you're you. Such, I, you're I mean, I you're such a baller. For the, for those listening, um, I'm gonna be putting out free drink covers for all students, um, funded by SG. Jesus Christ, Ryan, I need to get a picture of you doing that. But um, free cup covers for like all students, and it's like a really proud initiative that I've been working on. Like, I don't know. I'm super excited. Just because it's something that, like, like she's being very humble about campus. it. We're ordering Our a thousand of them and we're handing them out for free. Yeah, and like, Abby's such students. a baller. Thank you. Well, I couldn't do it without your help. I really did. I, I, mean, I don't know how any of that works. So, like, the fact that I was even able to get it done means a lot. But that's literally just pants. the best part of it. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh my God, love it. Yeah, big fan. Um, I love I lo- I'm loving everyone's style today. The Every- style of I'm Oxford today it. is it's so colorful, good. But it's comfy it's and so it's good. Fun. I love it. I'm a big fan. Yes. I'm, a I'm big loving fan. the Oxford style this lovely Saturday. Alright, I'm gonna do the same trick. I'm gonna pour some orange juice. Yeah, be careful. Don't waste it. It's a very satisfying pour. Oh shit. Oh shit. I fucked <laughs> it up at the end. It's okay. But we're good. I'm sure Most of it will forgive you. You're outside anyway. But um yeah, any final thoughts before we conclude the pod? Shit. Um, I mean, we can go as far as we can. I just I, like say, I told my friends 245 at day at B. So. Oh, word, word, word. Okay, we have so much time. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. It, what time is it? It's 208. It's 208. Yeah. Um, 208 on a lovely, beautiful Saturday in Oxford, lovely, Ohio. beautiful Saturday. It's approximately 40 degrees, and my feet are cold, but my heart is warm. Yeah, my heart yeah. is also very warm. My heart is warm. I, the vibes are so good today. I just, I, I really want to hammer this point into everyone who's listening. Like, yeah. the, the vibes in Oxford today are absolutely if fantastic. If you didn't go out on Saturday, February, what day is it? February 11th? If you didn't go out, that was a good day to go out. It's a really, it like, I mean, you're, every you're once out. in a while, like, the entirety of Oxford has a good weekend. It, it's just, there are good weekends and there are bad weekends, and this is a good... This, this is a good weekend for everyone. This is a great weekend. First I weekend so. back from dry period, yeah. honestly, it's just like... And honestly, you know what, high. listen, I feel like everyone across the board had a shitty semester last semester to some Dude, degree. I'm so glad everyone feels that way because I felt like shit. Like, but I, I told you this, and you would definitely agree yep. with me, nothing was right after Halloween weekend. Nothing. Halloween weekend nothing. and after, it was like... Saturday of Halloween weekend, yep. and everything after was just literally shit. so weird. No one was Vibes happy. Were off. Everyone, Everyone was, was burnt Vibes out. Off. I burnt out. I literally don't know. Like if I could delete the like November 2022 yep. from my memory, I would. Yep. I was like, I like was incredibly depressed. I don't know what happened. Yeah. It was terrible. But like no, honestly, I it agree. makes me feel better because everyone had a bad like. Uh-huh. Everyone had a bad second half of the semester last semester, and no one's talking about yep. it. But listen, I think everyone kind of went home, took the time that they needed. Yes. Everyone's doing a lot better because the vibes in general are just so much better. See, that is why I am like a spring semester stan. Like if I, I am a spring for me semester. Going, I, exactly. For me going, I I'm going winter. to Luxembourg in the fall. I hate winter. why would I want to be here in the fall? I fucking love spring semester. It's always better vibes. I hate winter not so much. to throw much. on the word vibes. I'm normally not someone who does that. But like to throw on the word vibes. Yeah. Like, I think today is the day to throw on the word vibes. Like the vibes are... It's a good day. It is a damn good day. It's a very good day. Yeah, it's sunny. I mean, not on us, the building. It's like this is all I need sun. in life. This like to be sitting on on a patio drinking mimosas. Day drinking on a patio. Day, I think, you know what? Abby, what is the human experience drinking, other than day drinking on a patio? Day drinking is my favorite activity. Day drinking, comma on a patio. Like if you want, you I mean you're already yes. day drinking. You could be day drinking while skiing. Day drinking on a patio. Day drinking with your friends. This is why I can't drink to be. This is why I can't wait to be an adult. This is why I can't wait to be an adult. Because yeah. in fucking college, the only day we can day drink 
Really? It's Saturday. It's Saturday? You can day drink all fucking days as an adult. That's called being an alcoholic, Ryan. Well, yeah. No, okay, all right, all right. Let me rephrase. On the weekend, there's no... Like, on a Friday, right? Yeah. I get out at four, whatever. Usually yeah. get out a little early on Fridays. Yeah. Go to the bars. With, go to the bar with some coworkers. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Going to the bar with your coworkers sounds like hard as fuck. You like, want to know what I can't like, wait to do? You want to know what I can't wait to do, Abby? Yeah, I can't wait to grill. As a Stop. dad, day drinking with that's another one to add to the list. I, I want I want I want a Bud Light if there is a grill and a grill present, and some hot dogs. Yes. Like, just to be the one flipping the burgers. Imagine being, like, wasted off your ass, but, like, all you have to worry about is flipping the burger on time, and it's perfect, and everyone's My happy. My dad is always the one who who grills. Yeah. I can't wait to take the mantle. No, I, like, love a good grill. Like, yeah. just, like, a grill automatically, whether you're eating the barbecue food or not, like, being in the presence of a grill, yep. lit, cooking some shit, like, Summer, automatically, July 4th, like, better mood. Is 4th of July a big thing in your family? Um, it really depends. So my family used to go to for Fourth of July, like up to like the the cottage compound, or my grandparents have a cottage, and like everyone else has cottages. It used to be like a religious thing. Now it's not. That's like the best way to explain it. It's super hard to explain, other than just calling it a compound. Okay. But like the Fourth of July bonfire up there is like the best party every year. Sometimes we go. Sometimes we're up there. Sometimes we're not. It's from like a my mom's family thing, but like I wish we could. Like that's the best Fourth of July. But like for my family, Fourth of July is like not a big deal. This last Fourth of July, we were flying home from Boston because my brother had a lacrosse tournament right. up there, and then my parents had like flyer miles because they were supposed to go to a wedding in Bend, Oregon, in 2020. COVID happened, and uh, they, they yep. needed to use the points by December. But so that's why we went. But okay, can I put an idea to you? Yes. All right. So, have I told you like the name of my friend group from home? Maybe, but they okay. cut my memory. I'm gonna give you some context here. So, and this is for all the viewers who are listening, this is the history of my friend group. For a while, okay. it was eight of us. Yeah. But then we went to college, one of our friends dropped off, and it was seven. Okay. And then, towards the end of second semester last year, me and my friends Mark and Michael, who were the three biggest stoners of our group, formed our own group chat, we were talking about shit, whatever. Yeah. And we, towards the end of the semester, while we were, like, literally in, like, the last two days or whatever. Yeah. We are like, okay, let's put in a huge weed order with our plug. Oh, my God. And spend, like, hundreds of dollars. Okay. And just be set for a long-ass time. Okay. And so we did it, and he sent us the prices, and we are like, okay, this is way too much for three people, but four people, it could work. <laughs> and our friend Kyle, it was sort of on the fence, right? Like, stoner, yeah. not a stoner. Yeah. And so Mark creates this group chat with the four of us, MRM Investments, Mark, Ryan, and Michael. Okay. And he sends literally like this fucking paragraph about how Mark is like the CEO and Kyle needs to invest and whatever. Anyways, this bit has now carried on for a year. Wow. So our group I chat- I love when a bit turns into like a right? fi- fabulous fun group. So our group chat was MRM Investments for a while, but actually just this week we decided to unionize against Mark. So we're- M- Against Mark? So, Why? Yeah. I don't know. Because fuck Mark. I love you, Mark. Um- so, we were MRM Investments with a green, white, and black logo, and now we're MRM Our Investments with a red and yellow logo and okay. the Chinese flag in the... In oh, the, my God. So, anyways. That's fair. Um, oh, my mom just texted anything on the birthday wish list. Hell That time yeah. of the year, folks. That time of the that year. That time of the year. The best she's asked me, like, a week before. Yep. No, my, 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 like, grandparents are, like, what does Abby want for her birthday? Like, starting, like, literally day after Christmas. Yeah. They're, like, what does she want for her birthday? So, like, I need to have a constant, like, ongoing birthday list readily updated at any point in time because, like, my This is one of the crazy, only ways. Especially this my is, Nona. This is one of the ways I'm consistent Nona. that I'm, I'm my mother. I do all my shopping. If I shop. 
the yeah. week before. That's valid. I mean, if it's not my birthday, I mean, like, but like old people will do their shopping early so that they don't have to worry about it because they're gonna forget because they're old. Anyways, what was I giving you context for? MRM investments. Right. Oh, the summer bash. Right. Okay. So, anyways, so we started doing this thing, business proposals, right? Okay. So like, Mark did a business proposal to like whatever. So like, yeah. There's always business proposals for like when when I went down to Nashville, Mark did a business proposal why MRM should come down to Nashville. So it's like shit like that. So you and Maggie that one night and like who like were you exactly. literally Maggie would have bought a ticket to Nashville if her credit card wasn't reported right, for fraud. Exactly. That was such a wild night. That was crazy. That was the night she that ugly boy. Yeah, ugly yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. The fact that I don't even know what this man's it was something he had some like bullshit name too. I know it was one of Amitage's friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was ugly. He was weird as shit, though. He was a strange guy. He was weird, I mean, like, dude. I don't really know how he, how's he pulling Also, that? apparently he's a fucking libertarian, which, oh! by the way, any libertarians listening, you're just a Trump supporter who's too much of a pussy to say it. Exactly. I fucking hate libertarians. No, literally. It's like, say with your chest. Literally. Hot take. I'll argue with anyone about that. I don't, no really one, don't argue about politics with anyone. But, like, fucking newsflash. No one likes the government. Yeah, no one likes I don't like the government. You're not fucking special. There's no fucking political party based on hating the government. I'm a fucking yeah. Twitter lefty, and I hate the government. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. But, like, MRM no investments. Politics. Yeah, MRM investments. So, my newest business proposal, I want to make this a yearly thing. Okay. MRM investments summer party. And we get all of our individual college friends to come to our hometown for like a weekend. Now I would turn up. Right? I definitely I would. Know you for would. a weekend, that's so doable. I think people are like, come for a week, and I'm like, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like a weekend, or like, like I first maybe of all, like I have a five job days. Like that Thursday I'd like to, keep. to Monday. <laughs> yeah. And just like party all weekend. I would be so down. And make it like a yearly thing until we're like adults. So like. Oh no! I'm, I'm saying like even when we're past adulthood, right. like that college college traditions are the best kind of tradition. Exactly. You ever seen the movie Tag? Yes! I fucking love that movie. I, think, I want that. I, I want that. I think that would be, like, such a good idea to have, like, a tradition that lasts, mm-hmm. like, through life. Like, that's yep. what... See, the thing is, is, that's like... That's what I'm saying. I think people are, like, college is the best, college is this, college is that. Like, the fun that you had in college, like, doesn't really need to end as long as exactly. you just, like, keep a youthful, you know like, what? personality. That's what I think the best thing about our generation is, is we're realizing that life isn't just the 9 to 5. No, it's not. And I think that's important. Like, people are so, like... I think, like, millennials kind of, like, kind of almost there. It's yep. like they were so close to the point that it just, like, went over their heads. Or, like, it's, like, their point, the point was so close to them, that's, like, where their nose was, yep. that their, like, brain canceled it out. But, like, millennials are, like, oh, I want a job that I like, so I'm going to be an entrepreneur and, like, have a startup. But, like, no, that's not it. Do your job, enjoy your job, love your job, and then go do what you love after that. Work your 9 to 5, and then you're done, you're yep. out, and you're doing what you love. Like, yep. there's no reason that you can't love your job and love and your life. And, frankly, that is... The one argument in favor of influencer culture that I will support. Yes. Yes. Like that's I, fair. I would no, but here's love the thing is just like shoot two videos a day. Yeah. And live my life. Well here's the thing with influencer culture is it's gonna come crashing down and burning eventually. I mean like we grew up during Everything the two thousand eight financial and crisis. Honestly, like and my dad worked in finance. Like here's the thing is like it was the real estate market that crushed that and you see like you remember like when we were kids, yep. everyone in there everyone's mom was like getting into real estate. It's like so and so's mom is a real estate agent, like Real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate, and then that came crumbling down. Two thousand eight. Now, what? Yeah, like oh, all the time. I realized that like two thousand eight, like literally, influences how I handle everything. I'm afraid to have a credit card. I only roll in cash. Like I don't spend any money. Like I really don't. Yes, my dad. To all of the the listeners, 
Watch the big short. Watch the big short. Watch, is... No, no, no. Here's the thing. I'll tell you right now. My dad worked for Lehman Brothers, if that yeah. means anything to you. Holy shit. You want to know what Lehman Brothers was like in 2008? Watch Margin Call. Yeah. He was a little emo, and he was like, hey, like, I want you to watch this movie with me. And I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything. This is like years ago, and he was like, "This is." He was like, "If, if anyone ever talks about what 2008 was like, this was it. I was there, and this is the closest movie representation to what 2008 was actually like." The movie Margin Call, Zachary Quinto's in it. Like, it's a fabulous movie. It's one it of my favorite movies. It's fabulous. What? I'll check it out. Definitely. But as someone who worked, if, if someone who works for Lehman Brothers tells you that Margin Call, that Margin Call was the movie that is what happened, trust. You want to know what's so wild to me about like movies like that? Like, yeah. When you watch like. A movie about World War Two. Yeah. Like, you can't ask anyone about their experiences with it, right? No. But, and not even, like and not even just with 2008. You watch, like, Full Metal Jacket, and you're not like, Grandpa, was that real? Not even just with, like, 2008, like, the Iraq War. Yeah. Desert Storm. Like, all of these, like... Are like, there any movies about that? Oh, wait, there's, like, Zero Dark Thirty. Fun or, like, fact about this song. American Sniper. I have this one song, this one car. This that is my, I grew up with this song. This is my mom's already. favorite song. Absolutely. The, this was, like, the, the theme of summers in my house. And yeah. every time my one song, song, when I plug it in, it just plays the first song on the alphabetical list, and this song is called Absolutely. Absolutely, the story, in in the story, the story of, of a girl. girl. Yes. By, what's the name of the band? I have no fucking idea. God, if someone said it, I would know. It's like, one yeah. of those, like, one-hit wonders 90s, man. Yes, yes, And it is, honestly, like, rock, hot take, 90s. that is why 90s music is my favorite music. Yeah, 90s, so many 90s was the year wonders. of, 90s was the generation of pop rock. Yeah. Like it was this, perfect. Like Blink this, early Blink 182. Like whatever the hell this Blink is. Early Blink 182. Holy shit. Early Blink 182. I took her out. It was a Friday night. Uh, yeah. I took her out. Oh yeah, my god. Exactly. Well, I, I, I was it. the nurse from ready, um ready? uh that one album whose name I'm forgetting right now. I was working for Halloween last year. And uh, I was like into Monty's makeup, but it was great. Who sang Seven Charm Kind of Life? Uh, uh, Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Underrated band of the nineties. Yes. Oh my god. Like how's really, it going to be? Like really? I added my spot on my playlist like a couple weeks ago. Abby, do you want to get married? <laughs> Abby, no, dead ass. Never let you go. I would love you, DJ, my wedding, Ryan. One of my favorite songs. Oh my god, never let you go is one of the best songs I ever. That was like the soundtrack to like my, me visiting LA with my mom for colleges, yes. and I thought I was oh going to school in LA. And it like still is like such a key point. Podcasters, like, you're I was listening to you, Abby, and I reach a new level of friendship We're right now. Like Ryan and I are like our bonding shit like this semester. Like um, but like Holy shit. yeah, how's it's it so going to be? Fun. Like, cause I was watching the OC my fresh like at my senior year of high school, and like I was watching the OC, and I was I thought I was going to school in LA. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Like, but like this song just reminds me of that. It's like beachy. It's fun. Yeah. It's awesome. Every so. Speaking, we, we made a joke about Pandora earlier. My parents will just shuffle like shuffle like summer '90s rock Pandora for like yeah. barbecues and shit because yes. we're always it's like, the best summer. Vibe. Summer is the Parker's party season. Like we are always <laughs> throwing parties. No, literally, if any anything and at a patio, like, I'm like there. Like this, like Dave Matthews Band. Yes, <laughs> I saw them over the summer, <laughs> dude. That's they like were my so parents' good. favorite. They is were, the fucking they Dave so, Matthews Band. They were so fucking good. No, God. Right? Um, send me on my way by Rusty Root. I I think I know that one. Send me on my way. Send me on my way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. It's just it's like the, all the '90s songs that sound just like this. Honestly, pro one of the pros of being raised by Gen X parents is you get like '90s pop yep. rocks as your childhood. And that's where my love of Chili Peppers comes from. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I like, like, really am not a Chili Peppers fan, but like listen, my little brother Charlie, Abby, he is fucking in love with the Peppers. Hey, he saw listen, them in concert. And he, do not. He, he saw the Strokes live, and I didn't get to. Do not listen to Maggie if she ever says she doesn't like the Chili Peppers, because when she came I mean, to visit New York, I don't like. The chili I saw her list. Right, I saw her singing along here. to like eight different Chili Peppers songs. Subconsciously, so she knows the words. 
I know some Maggie, of Maggie, if you're listening, you're not- a fucking Chili Peppers head. <laughs> Honestly, I think if I, like, maybe reevaluated, I could enjoy it. Listen, but at the same time... I will give you a listening order, because you do have to wait in. It's not... Like, okay, I would You can't just that. start out on, like... Apache Rose Peacock. You know? Okay, I would definitely, I would definitely entertain a listening order if you were to forward Listen, that my way. You want to start out, start out with Under the Bridge. Okay, I think I know that one. I think you had me play it when that I is, got elected to Senate. That is such a beautiful song. <laughs> it is fantastic. Okay. But listen. Okay, wait, wait, I've seen so many guys in, like, neon orange and white tracksuits, like, walking around looking like Vector, but it's, like, oh. no big deal. Or, like, Christopher Moltisanti. Like, okay, this is why, like, okay, you, my version of Breaking Bad is The Sopranos, and you need to watch it. I will watch The Sopranos. You need to watch I it. I watched this love very the interesting interview with Brian Cranston. Okay. Where he talked about how Walter White could not have existed without Tony Soprano. Because Tony Soprano was the and first... And came out during the same time. Tony, Tony Soprano no. was groundbreaking. And honestly, here's the thing. Tony Soprano was the first mob boss style villain that you could root for. Yes, because he's like, he's a mob boss, but he goes to therapy. Like, who would come up with that? But he's As much as you like, after you finish Breaking Bad, you'll think back and realize Walter White was the villain. But the entire time you watch it, you root for Walter White. Exactly. Like, I mean, you're rooting for Walter because you're supposed to, but like to the trained eye, you know he's the villain. I can sit here and like talk about how much I hate Walter White, whatever. But when I watched Breaking Bad, I rooted for Walter White. You can't help but root for him. Because he's the protagonist. Exactly. But That's he, the point. But he is, like, and that is why shows he's an anti-hero. like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, The Wire. Yes, The Wire. Oh, my God. My mom watches The Wire, and I want to start it Have you ever so seen bad. that Family Guy skit? No. Okay, hold on. Oh, maybe I have. Ready? We'll look at I, my, I, I, wait, I can, I can we'll look recite it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're back. And if you've noticed the sound change, you're covering your mic with your hand. Yeah, we're inside now. We're inside now just because it got a little cold outside. But we were talking about um, how, what isn't it like Walter White is like not the villain or something? And like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you you haven't even finished Breaking Bad yet. I've watched three episodes of the first season. (laughs) So when you finish Breaking Bad, you have to watch Better Call Saul. Because it just makes Breaking Bad so much more impactful, but also... Both of them have been on my list for years. Like, it's not like I don't want to watch it. I think I just need to be in the right I mean, era, and I'm not in my Breaking Bad era. I'm still in my Sopranos era. I watched Breaking Bad, and I finished Better Call Saul. I think I watched from season three to season six, all over break. I watched season six in less than a week. I don't watch TV shows quickly. I watch them over long periods I, of time. Here's my thing with TV shows. I'll start slow. But once I get into them, I finish them so fast. It's the same thing with books for me. But okay. listen, honestly, like, that is what I loved. Honestly, I think the peak era of, tel- of television was around the 2008 recession. You don't recession. need to talk that loud in the microphone. Oh, you're good. I mean, it's kind of yeah, loud right. in here, so you don't really know, yeah. but it might be... Sorry if it's a little ear, like, yeah, ear rapey on the pod. <laughs> We're trying. My favorite era of, te- of television was around the 2008 recession. Like, so true. The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, like... But Better Call Saul, like, you'll watch it. And I remember, so my friend Mark watched it before me, and I remember texting okay. him and being like, oh my god, Saul just did this. I can't believe he did that. And then he was texting me like, no, bro, Saul is an asshole. Like, Saul is a piece of shit. I, mean, you realize, I think that all of the shows focus on, like, they're you, bad people. Yeah, and then you, like, you think about it, and you realize it, and you're like, shit, I should not be rooting for the guy who is killing people and dealing meth, or, like... Literally, Scamming people like it yeah. better calls on you know like, like it's, it's evil, wild you know evil like the thing like, that they even, said is like they literally call him he's not a criminal lawyer he's a criminal yes. who is a lawyer even like Gus right like you root for Gus but he's a fucking maniac 
He's crazy. He's a sociopath. Like, you'll see, like, it's, he does, like, some really fucked up shit. Yeah. With, like, that stone cold face, like, the well, whole like, time. Well, like, I know some of the lore, but I don't know. I haven't watched the whole thing. You know what I mean? Because I'm just so chronically online that, like, Listen. I'll know the lore yes. of, like, multiple, like, series and, and like, and fan groups or whatever, but I don't know all the stories. That's the problem with watching Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul now. By the time I watched Breaking Bad, it had all been spoiled. Mm, yeah, like I, Breaking I, Bad, I, I watched like the second to last episode with Grace, just because she was watching it, and I was like, whatever. Like when he took the baby and everything. Yeah, I watched that episode. Breaking Bad is like or Better Call Saul was like half spoiled for me, so I'm happy I still got because Better Call Saul, like the final season came out in like July, like because COVID oh, stopped really? production. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. It, it, makes it was nominated sense. at the Emmys this year. Oh. Better Call Saul has been snubbed for every... It's been nominated like 50-something times. Hasn't won a single time. It's gotten snubbed every fucking time. Damn. Better Call Honestly, Saul, I feel like Better the Call Saul, Hold on. I, just, I want to say this better. right now. Better Call Saul is one of the best shows that's ever been written. And the fact that it hasn't... Like, Rhea Seahorn as Kim Wexler is one of the best performances I have ever seen. And the fact that, it, that she or the show has not won a single award. because Literally because... It is arguably better than Breaking Bad. Okay. Then I would say, I like literally just can't wait until you watch The Sopranos, because they yeah. have the HBO behind it. I know, like, Better Call Saul is, like, AMC, so that's already, like, a big yeah. studio behind it. I can't wait to see what you think about The Sopranos. I'm the, I, you have HBO Max, right? The Sopranos is my next show. It's kind of like that, like... I, I honestly... That pre-binge, you just have to break through it. I think you're going to like it better, but I don't know. I think it might be a contender for your favorite show. It Listen, might. It I, might be a contender. You have to watch this Family Guy skit. It's we now return okay. to Breaking Bad, and then it, and it's just Peter Griffin being hypnotized. Breaking Bad is the best show you have ever watched, <laughs> except maybe The Wire. Except and, maybe and The Wire. And Peter Griffin he like repeats it and he goes, "I will recommend Breaking Bad to everyone I know." Also, The Wire. Also, The Wire. so funny. I mean, The Sopranos is a good show, but I definitely, like, I'm not rushing through it. Like, well, because, like, at the same time, like, you think about it, like, these shows were produced over years. They're not meant to be consumed all in one moment. This was the pre-binge television. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's hard, so it's harder to binge through it. Like, a Netflix series that comes out all at once, it's easy to watch. Peak television was 2008. Yeah. Because it was right on the cusp of binging. No one had anything going on. Everyone was laid off. It was right on the cusp of binging. Yeah. And it was when television was still good. It yeah. was when television was produced by network by networks. Yeah. Not streaming services. Well, because if you think about it, like Brooklyn Nine Nine used those old strategies and it was so successful. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, here's my Are you not a Brooklyn Nine Nine fan? Full of hot takes. No, I am a Brooklyn Nine Nine fan. I like Brooklyn Nine Nine. But so many people aren't because I've seen so many TikToks that are like, Oh my god, Brooklyn Nine Nine is just propaganda. Shut the no, fuck up! No, it's not. No, it's not. Here's the thing. They have to be cops. It's no, not here's about the thing. being. It's not like oh, we love the. Here's police. the thing. It is, but who cares? Yeah. It's a funny show. Also, Just like, enjoy it. Not everything has to be a fucking political issue. Yes, a book like a like a. Just enjoy it, things. A police precinct is honestly a kind of a good setup because people bring build close relationships, so it makes sense that these people would be good friends. I I think a fire. Firehouses as very Firehouse. similar. The fact. Oh, have you ever seen Backdraft? It's a movie. No, but you need to watch listen, it immediately. Honestly, it's also on HBO. I'm good because my dad has told me stories about his time in the firehouse. Yeah. In the FDNY, New York, like post 9/11 fire department of New York. Shit. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Honestly, okay. Abby, my dad is so funny. Not funny, but like just wild. My dad's a wild man. Yeah. Because so Maggie came to visit, right? Okay. And we were sitting there. It was me, and Maggie, my dad, my mom, my 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 Maggie and I were going to the city the next day, mm-hmm. and we were talking about things to do. And my dad, my dad said. You should go to the 9-11 museum. Okay. And I was like, oh, have you ever been? And he was like, no. And my Aunt Kathy goes, oh, you've never been? That's kind of shocking because he, he was like, he was there. In 9-11. Your, yeah. 9/11 your dad lived 9-11. Well, I don't okay. think he needs to go to the he museum. Was, yeah, he wasn't there when it happened, but he was there for the clinic. Yeah, like he came to the rescue. Still, I mean. Yeah, that's a big deal. But his firehouse, that the firehouse before the firehouse that he was working at yeah. during 9-11 was the first firehouse to respond. So Shit. he knew all of the guys. That's a big fucking deal. So... Now in 2022, 2022, we're sitting there. My aunt Kathy goes, "Oh, you've never been to the 9/11 museum?" My dad goes, "Not too many friends in there," and then just takes a sip of his beer like it was fucking nothing. Yeah, that's like, like when your dad. That's like, and that's what I'm saying, your, like your grandpa being the war. Like, and this is what I'm saying. Like when I talk about like the 2008 recession, like whatever. Like 9/11, that was a thing that happened that affected people that we know. Like yeah. January 6th. I had a cousin who worked like, Capitol Police. We only Police. know a world after 9-11. Right. And I think that really affects our generation. That's so mean, but like... I have a cousin who worked Capitol Police during Gen- yeah, during January 6th, and he quit. Like, because he <laughs> said, and part of the reason, and maybe don't air this part, but he was well, saying... It, don't say anything that you need me to take out, because I don't know how to do that. You can just tell me later. Yeah, I'll tell you later. But it sucked for him. Damn. Like... It, it was the reason why he quit because people would honestly this is probably fine people would come up to him and say like oh tell me about this thing like and like if you really like now that I know him and, I, and, and I've experienced this perspective and my dad too because my dad said they used to do the same thing about 9-11 mm-hmm. like people would see things on the news and then they'd hear oh yeah I was there and they'd say like oh my god please relive this incredibly traumatic thing that happened to exactly. you. Exactly. That you witnessed. Yeah. And I deserve like, to know I, about it because I, I saw it on CNN. Yeah, like, I don't ask. I, if other people want to tell me about ask. it, I'll listen. I will, I will listen, ask. but you never ask. Like, And I feel like that is why like, our our population is really desensitized. Like, yeah. I matched with this girl on Tinder from Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook is like 20 minutes away from me. Holy like, shit. And it, it took me about six seconds to realize that she was there for me. Yeah. Holy like, shit. Like, I remember being in fourth grade and, like, not understanding why all of our parents and teachers were just crying all the time. Yeah. That happened 20 minutes away from my house. Holy fuck, Ryan. Like. Oh, my God. Like, and, and honestly, like, one of my assignments this week was to read about the Oxford, Michigan shooting, which was, mm. in comparison, a small shooting, but... A when shooting's a shooting. A shoot. when the you fact re- that we even have to call it a small shooting. When you shooting read is about the experience of someone who survived it, it puts it into perspective that it's not just something you see on the news. Like no. it's something that affects people. Yeah, I think people really like, need to think about that. I was more. reading the story about a fifteen year old who watched a seventeen year old get shot in the bathroom in front of him. Like and it, and it's at that moment, like, it's so wild to me that that's something that we've that is normal for us. Yeah. And, like, my parents will ask me, like, oh, my God, why is everyone, why does everyone in your generation have anxiety? This is why. Because we thought we were going to die why. every time we went to school. I, like, like, yeah, literally. And, like, and I think about it, like, I remember in freshman year walking down to the bus, there was, like, 
And I remember thinking, like, okay, like, if there's a shooting, how do I get out of here? My, yeah. My parents never thought that. No. You know? Like, they remodeled our entire school after, like, yeah. high school shootings. They closed it. Then we had, like, outdoor hallways because our school, even though it was in, like, suburban Chicago, they based it off of California schools, which wasn't good because we have snow and California right. doesn't. Yeah. But nonetheless, there were a lot of, like, outdoor aspects of my campus that I really liked. And they closed them all in after, like, a remodel because school shootings. Yeah. And it's honestly, like, and this is the big thing. My, my parents have such trouble. Here's the thing. I don't understand why people don't just throw away the shit on their table when right? they're done. It's so aggravating to me. Because it's people who have never worked in fucking food service. It's people who have never worked. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's something that my parents will never understand because, like, I'll talk to them about, like, my anxieties and shit and like they just won't understand yeah like, we grew up and, and we were just saying this before like I wish I could have grown up in my parents generation because I feel like I would have been just so much happier like so much of my anxiety comes from social media being like, a product see- of your generation like seeing people throw parties that I wasn't invited exactly. to exactly god no one talks about that no and one I'm not asking to be invited to everything I don't need to be included to everything but it's also like not once even and it's also like people you're friends I mean, with too. In my entire high school career, I was never invited to this anymore. Which like I was only invited like a couple, but they were never like that for, is only one my drinking fault. party. And listen, if anyone from my high school is witnessing, in my Trump era, I was a shithead. I'll admit it now. <laughs> but at the same time, like no one ever really gave me a chance. You know? No, no one really did, and especially with COVID affecting like. When high school really becomes high school, like our junior and senior year. By the way, just now I just finished two entire Brian, bottles yeah, of champagne. Brian's two bottles of champagne. I'm two London Mules deep, but that was a damn strong London Mule, and I'm really, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling so I'm good. I'm rocking. I'm rolling. Anyway, Abby, I love you. Love you, Ryan. Like I'm really glad that our friendship has like gotten to a point where like Listen, we've really become like really Abby good and friends. I have like, we're, like, I mean, we were friends before, but now we I feel like friends, we're really good friends. We were friends circumstantially because of Maggie, and I feel like we're yeah. friends now on our own. Yes, because I mean, I'm th- I'm thankful every day that Maggie brought us together and ASG Same. brought us together because I never would have pictured Listen, this now, but I feel like we're genuinely. That like, is one of the only now. things that I will actually say ASG brought me. Like Maggie and I are really only friends because of ASG. Yeah, and Maggie is the best friend I've ever had. Yeah, Maggie's great. Maggie's fantastic. We need to get Maggie on the pod. We need to get Maggie on the pod. Yeah. And, and, and I credit ASG to our relationship, just like I... But at the same time, like, last semester, and I know that this semester it'll only grow. Yeah. Our relationship is growing outside of ASG, as my relationship to ASG kind of ends. Because mm-hmm. I'm not... You ASG, got good out of it. I, I, I think I've gotten everything I needed out of ASG. I think so. From here on out... Like, next year, if I come back, I'll come back to Senate. Because I'm... As frankly, a sender. I'm not deserving of a leadership position. And you want to know why? Because I just don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I don't care about the bylaws no. or the Constitution. I don't give a shit. No, like, I don't if, give a if shit If you either. oversighted me right now, I wouldn't care. I like, would, and honestly, here's the thing. I wouldn't oversight you. If any, And anyone who's listening, please, God, oversight me. I want to be done. I really do. Like, I want to do my shit, I want to do my projects, but I could do those without ASG. Yeah, exactly. Like, ASG, the only thing it provides me right now is the title and the paycheck. Yeah. How's that paycheck, though? $500 a month, baby. That's pretty damn good. That's solid. Yeah, that's going to come in real nice when you're, like, studying abroad, too, if you save that. Especially since you work when you're home. But, yeah. No, honestly, like, my dad says I can't go back to the pizza place this summer, but I really want to. 
Yeah. It's so much fun. Maybe honestly, just on weekends. Yeah. There's also like, I love being in a restaurant because of the camaraderie. Like, right. I and for every Working. bad day that I have in food service, I have like, I have the rest. For every ba one bad day that I have in food service, I have like four other good days. But so even honestly, the bad days matter. that I have in food service, they're so I'm ridiculous that you get a story with, out of it. I'm having it with people. Who also that are, are sharing the, bad the experience. Days. Yeah, you're not and alone. Honestly, like the bonds that I formed in food service are stronger than any bond I've formed outside of yes! food service. Yes. Oh like, my god. That guy Joffrey yeah. was telling you about. He's like 52. I don't. He has just like. He has changed my life. I will remember Joffrey and Joffrey from Planet Pizza. If you're listening, God, I love Off you. Planet Pizza. God, I love Literally you. Pizza Planet. Please, God, never stop confusing the difference between a penguin and a duck. <laughs> no, don't. This guy used to walk around with his hands at his side, waddling, going, quack, 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 quack. And I'd say, Joffrey, que animal, que animal, which means what animal? And he goes, pinguino, pinguino. That is not a penguin. That's a duck, my brother in Christ. Oh, my brother in Christ. But listen, if you're ever listening to this, you taught me Spanish. I love you. Soy fluente en español, ¿por qué de tú? You know more Spanish than I do. See. I need someone to talk Spanish with here because my Spanish improves so much over the summer when I have... Because, okay, so here's the thing. Joffrey really wants to learn English, and I really want to learn Spanish. So he talks to me in English, and I talk to him in Spanish. Okay, that's fair. So it works out. Yeah. But my Spanish has gone downhill so much since I haven't been around my fucking husband, and I miss him dearly. Joffrey, I miss you. My husband's gone to war, and I miss him every... You like, you're, like, looking at a foggy window on a rainy yeah. day. You're, like, <laughs> all depressed. I mean, I do that, like, giant pack of, like, 30 frat guys on the Church Street patio all day. Like, half of Church Street just vacated the premises. I like the specials are over. Bottomless Mimosas ended at 2. All right, well, Ryan... This if, if has not been for my, so good. If not for Kasha, I think you might have the longest pod. I need to check the minutes, but you Let's are like there for go. your longest or second longest pod I've ever put Listen, out. Listen, one thing you can credit me for is my ability to talk. I can Valid. Honestly, it's, it's, it's honestly so valid for the pod. But yeah, um, thank right. you to all who are listening. Thank um, you, Abby, for having me. I love you. Always. Love you always. Like, this is such a good pod, and I'm um, expecting to hear more from Ryan, and hopefully Maggie will come on in the future tomorrow. with us. We'll have a trio tomorrow. The Super Bowl, um, but yeah. Happy I fucking hate. Hold on, don't stop this shit. I hate both the Chiefs and the Eagles. Cause ready, I'm a Giants fan, right? Yeah. So I hate the Eagles automatically. However, I hate Patrick Mahomes because <laughs> Tony <laughs> Romo fucking throats him every fucking game. You can't watch a game. I shit you not. Do you Patrick say he Mahomes, throats him? Patrick Mahomes almost threw an interception, and Tony Romo goes, "Oh man, that Mahomes man, such a good throw." Like, and here's the thing: <laughs> I hate Tony Romo. Hold on. Alright, it's 57. I'm gonna, we'll stop at 58. Okay. My uncle, my uncle Jitch, he's the oldest brother out of my dad's four brothers. Yeah. No filter whatsoever. Three years ago, or four years ago at Thanksgiving, he sits down on the couch, we're sitting there watching the Giants Cowboys game or whatever it was. Okay. And he just goes, and by the way, I'm bisexual, so I can say this. He goes, Tony Romo, what a faggot. Tony and then, Romo. like, 30 seconds pass, and everyone's like, holy shit. And he goes, oh, you got to be politically correct, Uncle Jidge. Fuck you. <laughs> and so ever since I've called Tony, Ro Tony Homo, Tony Homo. Tony <laughs> Romo, Tony Homo. Uh, and Tony Homo throats the shit out of Patrick Mahomes, so I hate Patrick Mahomes, and oh therefore gosh. the Chiefs. So I hope both of their planes crash on the way to the Super Bowl.
Anyways. Fabulous. Everything. You're bribing me. Always. I love you. Love this it. This has been fantastic. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Pod.